0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk podcast studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Yeah,
1: pink sauce went hack the match. Big cracker down from Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest stack. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. it. Seats fully reclined. Keep the hands on the burner cuz niggas know that it's money on the. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jake Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. only debate my equals everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say J.U. You ice, young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You have Did It, I've done it before, I had it, got mad at it, don't want it no more, a.k.a. if you don't like me, Fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up?
0: What up, doing this? Your man, Dame, going wild. The pride of PA, the West Side Landlord, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, the Husky Wrecker. Boss Dame, our boss to bosses, Ralph Trash Vet. Welcome back. Episode number
1: 67? Yeah. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast. Episode number 67. Are we going to call it the 67 riots? Hey, man. This episode might spark a riot. (laughs) Hey, man. Let's
0: do it. Because I I came back feeling feeling, uh, a different type of way this week. All right, man. So, um, how was your week, brother? My week was cool. I, you know what, man? Let me let me take things back for a minute. I spent the week out in Dallas this week because of business for my job, and like a few weeks ago, I was just kind of going through like a little slump. I was just feeling feeling down and out, not feeling damn going wildish. And, I, you know, I, I said right. a prayer to Big Jesus because I wanted to take me a vacation, go somewhere hot for a couple of days, you know, kind of relax and re-energize. But I should have been a little bit more specific with my prayer because I didn't want to <laughs> go somewhere for work. But, you know, I was able Well,
1: work is, typically is paid for, so...
0: I mean, yeah, I got paid. I didn't have to pay for shit. Not my room, not the, not what I ate, not none of that. But I, w- I should have asked to be somewhere with a nice tropical climate, and I have to have work involved, but that's what I get for not making my prayer more specific. But It got to be specific. Yeah, but I was fortunate enough to get away for a week. Um, enjoyed
1: the fuck out of Dallas, man. Uh, love Dallas. That's what's up, man. I know um, our last episode, he was like... Um I think I'm gonna give up uh, red meat and everything oh, man. For, until my birthday. And then, like, all I saw was like Snapchats of of like it, you must ate five steaks this week, fam. Uh,
0: I ate a lot of steaks. So, you know, we don't have papados up here. So I wanted to see what all the fucking hype was about. That's the first thing I hit. Outback. No.
1: Outback <laughs> <laughs> steakhouse? No, not the no, same thing. Nah, no. not the same
0: thing. So I hit papados the first night I was in Dallas. Nigga had like these giant shrimp and grits. Shit was amazing. I found a steakhouse down there called Saltgrass. They got a 33-ounce bone-in ribeye. I said, Mm -hmm. I want that bitch. Medium, and they put, like, this garlic herb butter on top of that shit. I literally probably shaved three years off of my life eating that steak. But you know what? Every bite was worth it. Okay. But now, to my birthday, I'm going straight (laughs) straight vegan. Straight vegan from here on out.
1: All right, dog. Straight vegan from here on out. Yeah, I, I bet, man. I'm gonna try. Um, what else man what else so how, how, how was it? I mean you you, got,
0: you I went down for Dallas on business. I'm not gonna throw out you know what type of field that I'm in, but we got a site down in Irving, Texas. It was kind of integrating with our business so we went down there just to kind of like train their employees on, okay on the way that we do business, our our procedures, our standards and practices or whatnot. So, <coughs> excuse me. So I <clears throat> spent the week down there training them. Let me say this first and foremost. We're in a world of trouble because Irvin is fucked up. What you mean? They don't do shit how we do it. Their leadership ain't, you know, like got so, a pulse on the business. Like, so they need some young black talent? Yeah, they do. How much they paying on it? Uh, they paying good down in, down in Dallas. Man, I was, I was poking around because I was like, shit, if these niggas. You want to take the shop talk to Dallas? I would. I would. Well, we, gotta we, go, we
1: gotta go at the same time. This don't work. I mean, we could do a remote. Like, nah, our schedules would
0: be fucked up.
1: Yeah.
0: But I mean, I poked around a little bit. You can get you like a five bedroom house, three bathrooms, like a hundred fifty thousand. Mm. And I'm talking like on a two two acre plot of land. So I mean, niggas, if somebody come with an offer, I listen. I listen. My babies can come down in the summertime. You didn't, you ain't taking none of them with you. Uh, you got five bedrooms, fam. Like you ain't gonna take none of them with you. Come visit, Dad. From June to September. That's fucked up. And then on
1: holidays. it's fucked up. Ghost dad. (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: But, I mean, I had a good time, though, all together. All the work we did in in a week just ain't going to change like what we about to walk into with them. But, you know, all in all, it was a good week. Nigga ate good. Uh, Beautiful city. Beautiful scenery. I went Um, to the titty bar three nights in a row. And they get butt naked in Dallas. Well, they get butt naked here, too. No, but you can't. And in the, in the strip clubs down there are BYOB.
1: A word?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Butt naked and it's BYOB, my nigga. What?
1: Nigga, you was in a cabaret. Nigga, It wasn't a strip no, club. <laughs> no,
0: no. I went to Onyx and I went to V-Live in Dallas, and they are both BYOB. Do they sell liquor there? Yeah. You can you can buy oh, okay. liquor, too.
1: I'm thinking that maybe they, that's how they get around not needing a liquor license or something. No, I don't, I don't know. How do women look in Dallas? Uh, not not as
0: beautiful as the women in Detroit. Now mm. the women in the strip club, it's a different
1: type of thick. Yeah, of course. They, yeah, like that shit. That's get, the that's that's not that's the exception, not the. Yeah, rule. but
0: like just the regular women in Dallas, I wasn't impressed. Mm. Wasn't impressed at all. I'm not moving to Dallas. Fair enough. The most beautiful women in all of existence live in are, are, live in Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, like sure. I I just believe that. Shout out to our nigga Park who's gonna be up here in a couple weeks. Who lives in Cleveland, which still has the ugliest women in existence. I
1: don't know, man. I, I until I'm proven wrong, I, that's my theory. I, I I can't agree. I've seen some snaps and I don't necessarily agree. I Park,
0: make a liar out of me. It's it's going on a year now almost, homie. Make a liar out of day. Uh we'll find out. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh what about your week, bro? Um I heard you had a lot of excitement. I had a lot. Of, <laughs> I had a lot
1: of excitement this week, um, but I just been chilling, staying low key. Okay, put my head down. And, Keep the uh, PC answer going. Stay, just stay out the way. You know okay. what I mean. Stay out the way, dog. Just gotta stay out the way.
0: This was a crazy week in terms of like entertainment shit just going on in the world. So where are we gonna jump in at?
1: Um, I don't know. So I do want to shout out to. Um, all of the Shop Talk podcast supporters out there. You know what I'm saying? Yo, this is our best stream month. This was our best month ever. Now, Every month is our best month we, ever. Yeah, technically, but like January ish, we had like a, a really, really. When Detroit Charlie was on, yeah. it was like an anomaly because that, that episode drew so much attention, right? Right, right. So that month was like. exponentially high. Yeah, but we topped that this month. So, uh. Shout out to all the listeners, man. And listeners from all over. Um, from from Texas to Cali to Virginia to Louisiana to It's crazy to look all over at the it world.
0: Like when we first started this shit, we was getting like 10, 20 listeners a week. Some week it'd be five people and three of it'd be me, you and somebody we know. <laughs> but now like this shit is this shit is starting to pick up.
1: Yeah, man. Shout out to them and um shout out to you guys cause uh we definitely love the the uh, Love the love and appreciation and the support. And um, just one request. <clears throat> if you um, enjoy the episodes and everything, uh, share one with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, put them on. Put them Sh- on. Them one up. fan a day. Yeah. You got an iPhone, share it. Um, but yeah, shout out to that. Uh, so this week, um, let me look at the, our notes section, man.
0: This week was shit went, went crazy. First of all, RIP to Hugh Hef. Maybe had one of the best lives ever. Uh, he passed of natural causes at 91. His life was a bachelor party.
1: Maybe Hugh Heff died for the pussy. Wow. I like <laughs> that. Yeah, I like that. Everybody was doing a for the pussy challenge, and heff probably tried to do it for the pussy. Yeah. He's been doing it his whole life for the pussy. So I guess I have learned um, a little about Hugh Hefner over the last two or three days that I didn't know. I didn't know
0: about his civil rights work. Anyway. That's the
1: only part. That, yeah. Because, I, I mean, initially when I saw it, and then I seen Twitter, and I seen Instagram, I'm like, why do I, why are you acting like y'all give a fuck about Hugh Hefner? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my, like culturally, I, I wasn't connected to that. I mean, Playboy I is Playboy, right? But, yeah. like, cult, I just, I wasn't ever, like, a... Uh, I don't know I didn't have no kind of love or affinity for it. I feel you. Um, Playboy wasn't what I was sneaking uh yeah, it just get my hands on whatever. Off. But um when I found out him putting on Dick Gregory and yeah. all these different folks, I was like, "Who knew?" Like, I and I literally, I had no idea about that particular portion. So I did find out a little bit of information. And I don't know how true it is because I've just seen a couple of Instagram posts. So
0: I saw actually Dick Gregory.
1: Like, oh yeah, I did see that portion. Dick Gregory was talking to him when yeah. he did the role. So I'm like, all right, I give it some credence because, I mean, that's Dick. Gregory. You know, Gregory. it's from from the mouth.
0: Of, yeah, yeah.
1: So I I I got a uh, I got a little bit more research to do. Cause I may have been miss, I may have missed something, but I know all y'all niggas didn't know that shit. No, no. like, but we are smarter than the average. It was Negro weird to world. me because, what about a month ago when R. Kelly was going through his shit, everybody was throwing Hugh Hefner under the bus. Well, Hugh Hefner been doing this for years. Like now, he, he, a month later he passed away, and it's like, oh my god, the internet just moves in such
0: such quick cycles. Like you give a fuck about something. Like last week, people gave a fuck about Kevin Hart. And him being sexually assaulted. Yeah, shout out and to And now that. no one cares.
1: And I got a lot of feedback on that. <laughs> uh, so did I. I so did I. Of, I got a lot of feedback. I got a lot of requests for me to play um, them as a defense attorney. Uh, I put on a convincing case for my brother Kevin Hart and his, um that tragic accident. I got to
0: go to court in about a week. You want to defend me? Hey, man.
1: Tell me what's going on. I, I got you. Um. So, yeah, I got a lot of feedback. I mean, I was halfway playing. You know what I'm saying, but the I was halfway playing, but I was spitting we, facts. We make a we we make an eloquent case yeah. for, for what we were saying. I mean, I only debate my equals everybody else. I teach. You know I mean, I thought I taught a lot of people last week, and the belt is still here. Uh, pick that belt up, show it for that camera. Um, anybody who wants to come on here and debate, and you um, can't win. You can't, you can't win. win. Shout out to Vanessa for being a really good sport. I don't know if she knew what she was walking into. She had absolutely no idea. <laughs> she had absolutely she was ambushed. Yeah, she was that de- she was definitely ambushed. She now nah, she asked to come on the show, right? But she didn't know <laughs> what was going on. And I mean you can come up here, but it doesn't mean we're gonna make shit comfortable for you.
0: Yeah. So shout out to
1: this her. That's our man. show.
0: This our show.
1: Yeah, man.
0: I mean, if you look at the name, the name in the hallway it says Shop Talk Podcast. Not your podcast. Yes. Yeah, so but if you do need to record your podcast, yeah, yeah, <laughs> come well, to shop. Yeah, Studios. we'll take care of you. We'll
1: take good care <clears throat> of you. All right, man. So let's let's start unpacking um a little bit of this stuff that happened this week. Uh we wanna go light or wanna start No, let's start heavy. All right, let's man. start heavy. Let's just start with this um the NFL pro let's just start with Donald Trump. That's what we'll start for Donald Trump first because He's like the
0: the snowball at the top of the mountain, and you start rolling that bitch down, and it turns into an avalanche. Mm-hmm. First of all, I refuse to acknowledge this orange pasty face motherfucker by name. Forty five is out on a rampage, calling NFL players. That, before
1: before because he went he he before he went to the NFL, he went to the NBA first. Educate me. I'll, I'll, maybe I'm missing something. So Saturday he started. Um, he rescinded. His invitation from Steph to from Steph Curry. You Yeah. Like he rescinded his invitation. Like you taking too long. So and coming to the White House should
0: be a privilege, even though I already went when my president was black and that shit mattered. Like I've already seen the White House motherfucker.
1: Yeah, so it's been a really strange week, man. And I mean this is all right, cliche alert. I think this shit is one big distraction. I'll, I'll feel you on that. Because he started shooting. Like, he went at black people last weekend. First, I'm going to attack the NBA. Then I'm going to attack the NFL. And then the entire internet went crazy. Right after he um, gave his little UN speech and did a horrible job there, after we starting uh, issues with Russia, um, the investigation into what's going on with the Russia and whether they had any kind of impact on the election, all that shit is heating up, and he just we just switched the whole attention to something totally different. So he definitely shooting his shots. It's all smoke and mirrors, man. Yeah. But first, he did the the NBA shit, yeah. right? Said, said you all ain't you all ain't
0: welcome at the big house.
1: Yeah, why you uninvite me to do some shit I ain't coming to?
0: Some shit I ain't really want to come to. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know that's like um, you get invited to your girl house for dinner, but you much rather stay at home and...
1: No, that's like, you know, back in the day, you hit the mall, try to get a number or something. You ask a girl for a number, and she'd be like, no. Well, fuck you then. I didn't want your number anyway. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Like, you just asked me for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't uninvite me to some shit that I wasn't coming to. Um, but LeBron, you know what? I got to give LeBron some, some 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 props and some credit. Uh, he fired right back directed that nigga. <laughs> Uh, the reason I got to give uh, LeBron some props and some credit, regardless of what he do on the basketball court, I don't know the man personally, right? But for everything that I can see and when I can track, he don't never get in trouble with nobody. And he typically does the right stuff. Typically. Yeah. And he even made some Some, some useful
0: mistakes. Yeah.
1: But, like, in the grand scheme of things, and things that really matter. He gets it. Yeah. He definitely gets it. Now, it's my only thing. That's kind of weird, though. He said this shit himself. He was like, when he said that shit about Steph Curry, it kind of hit home. And he had to, like, speak out. Like, Donald Trump been shooting from the hip a, for a long time now. Oh, yeah. me saying We got that decades you, worth of proof. Me saying that you can't come to the, to the White House, like, that shouldn't be the... I guess that's what really impacted you. But, like... Like, that was the camel the strata broke the camel's back because I rescinded my offer? I don't think we've ever seen in the history of,
0: you know, politics, a president, a, a political figure that ha- that's so wrapped up in social commentary or, or the ups and downs of, of, you know, entertainment
1: more so than the politics, I think it's all politics, though, because I don't think he cares. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I I got to
0: think this nigga is winging this shit. He, he's winging it, dog. I, I can't I do good conscience. You don't think
1: he knows that when he tweets something, it's going to be a, a fervor and an uproar? Like, he literally changed the conversation. When we get to the NFL, he literally changed the conversation of what this protest shit was about. Like, he muddied the water so much that right now we're having one totally different conversation like, 60, 70-year-old white man, who is has been a multi-millionaire, billionaire? Like, the nigga not that dumb. Like, I think he knows what he be doing, and I think he knows the impact that his tweets and statements and everything has. And, like, I know who to offend. I know what to put out there and who going to be offended by this shit. Because I won the presidency doing that shit. I didn't win on my politics. You think he tweeting himself? What you mean? Like, he's personally picking up his iPhone and i it. I don't. I have no idea. To be perfectly honest, I mean, you would think that, right? But what if he's not? If Donald Trump ain't the one tweeting, like you think it'd be like a, a a team of people, like oh. like some because like he got a team of idiots. No, man, a team of geniuses. Like this shit ain't like we can pass it off as. I mean, it could be all pure luck. But like, I look at my tweets, right? You can see the analytics on there. You can see who viewed it, how many times it has been shared, everything like that. It's a lot of data. The internet is all these companies. They care about all this data. I know who, how it's tracking and everything. Like so, when I put something out, I know who gonna send it to who. How many people? How quick this information gonna get on this side of the world? Is yeah, so far I's gonna
0: travel.
1: Yeah. So if I know certain divisive things get certain tweet traction. Shit. Like we could be getting played. We could be,
0: but I also look at it on this end. Like you've dealt with elderly people in your life before, And, you know. Sometimes old people get just to an age where they say whatever the fuck they want to say, just because I'm old. Or you could say be, that shit.
1: or you could be a rich, white male for the most of your majority of your life, and you've always done that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think he had to wait till he got old to start saying like he's always been. I've been that. I'm been an alpha male. I'm not gonna go that far and call him my alpha male. In the his, I mean, in relation to the hierarchy of of power in this country, uh, a, a trust fund white male yeah. billionaire is at the top of the food I chain. Get that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not morally or like
0: on some person, like no. no, no. I get what you're saying. I mean, in terms of social status, yeah. like yeah, he's probably on the upper on the upper tier of things. Yeah. Uh,
1: Unfortunately, yeah, you know what I'm saying, but. I don't know, man. It's uh so that started that started stuff. So that got everybody, they got the ball rolling. They got the week. ball rolling. You know what I'm saying? And then he made his comments that
0: uh, about the NFL and get getting sitting these sons of bitches or
1: fire these sons of bitches. You know for kneeling. Wouldn't you like one of these NFL owners when uh, players get down there and disrespects our flag? Ooh, just get him out! Fire the sons of a bitch and get him out of here, or some shit like that. Man, and um, this was not, this was that was so clever because he he reframed the issue. So earlier in the week, I had posted that um, NFL numbers and everything was kind of struggling. Yeah, they've, been, they've been on and shit like that. Donald Trump switched the narrative. He now was taking the fact that he said, "Well, since so many people are disrespecting the flag." people have stopped watching television. And that's why the numbers went down. Not because we actually protested. So they trying right. to take your power, taking your stuff away. And that's clever. I mean, he can be an idiot all he want to, but like, if he's an idiot, somebody gave him that. You know what I'm saying? Like, now we're going we gonna to reframe this conversation. And then he reframe the conversation to y'all disrespecting the flag.
0: I don't feel like just my personal take on it. I don't give a fuck if you kneel, stand, don't do whatever for the flag. It's your personal opinion. People fought for you to have that right to to do, whatever, to do whatever it is that you feel. I remember before I went out of town, my younger son, who's 10 years old, you know, just asked me. He said, Dad, if I didn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, like I could get in trouble in school. I was like, listen, fam. It's bigger fish to fry. If they call me because you didn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, I'll be there. I'm and the, we'll deal with it. I'm the supreme
1: trouble. You can't. If you okay in my eyes, you ain't never in trouble with nobody else. I yeah. Think. I never liked the Pledge of Allegiance. Just now, on a... just on a, Now, the conversation
0: I have with my son is that what reason are you choosing to sit down? Is it because that you're seeing people do it or you literally don't agree with what's going on? Because I I just need to I just need to understand your pattern of thinking with it, but it, like think about like
1: I am pledging my allegiance to the flag. I don't. I mean, as a kid, I grew up in the church. I pledged my allegiance to God, right? Right. And never put a, a, a idol or anything before me. Like I can't put. I just never felt comfortable doing that, and it was we used to have to do it in school. In school yeah, every day. Yeah, and then like so growing up. The, the PA system, come on, you say yo, you stand up, say the American flag. I mean, say the national, whatever the fuck. The pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance. And then they would make one kid lead it every day, a different person. And then after that, we did the JB. I went to Jamison. Um, so it was that. So after Liberty and Justice for All, JB pledge. And then we would say the school pledge. So, like, I remember I had to go lead the shit. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to do it, but, like, you just had to do it. Yeah. And there was one kid in my class. His name was Raphael. He never stood up for it. He was Jehovah's Witness, and he and he didn't have to stand up for it. And I was like, man, I always want, like I wish I could sit down. Like I don't want to stand for it. Not because I didn't. I had no idea about patriotism or black, white, red. Like I'm a. I'm like this is like third grade in my yeah, elementary school. You know what I'm saying? But like I just never. I always felt weird that I was pledging my allegiance. I'm like, wait a minute. It was just pledging your, pledging your
0: allegiance to a flag and a country that don't get two fucks about your black ass. Well,
1: no, just like, because, I mean, I was heavily in the church as a child, so it was like, it was always, but man, like, we don't put nothing above God. We never, you know what I'm saying? I'm right. like, I'm sitting here, I'm pledging my allegiance to something but there's else. there's one nation under God. It just don't make sense to me, dog. Liberty and justice for all, we don't have Well, liberty. that's a lie. You know that's what I'm saying? a lie. So,
0: and I mean, people make such a big stink about standing for the national anthem. How about, how about you do this? Pull up your Googles this week and Google the third verse of the fucking Star Spangled Banner and see how, see how patriotic that motherfucker is. It's a song written by a slave owner, talks about killing slaves in the third verse. Ain't shit patriotic about that song. I'm feeling a certain type of way about the flag. Like we make a big, we make a big deal over it. More of a big deal than what it should be. There's a, but then people don't make a big deal about Nazi flags, Confederate flags, and people waving that shit. But I, I don't so, know. It's, so, you know there, the message The message continues to get more muddled as the weeks go on. Did you know there are... Rules for the flag? Oh, yeah. What you should and shouldn't do? You're not supposed to carry it a certain way. It shouldn't be on,
1: like, plates, disposable items. It shouldn't be on articles of clothing. flag should never be used for any advertising purpose, nor embroidered on cushions or handkerchiefs, printed on paper napkins or boxes, nor used in any portion of a costume. Like, but on the 4th of July, we got beer cans that got, Like, you don't think that's disrespecting the flag? Me putting a a Budweiser can that's
0: wrapped in in red, white, and blue? You you can go to the Beauty Supply store and get a Star Spangled Do-rag right
1: now. Yeah, dog. It's a lot of stuff that's disrespecting the flag. Um, So that, you know, that happened, right? Right. So that was Saturday. Like, both of those. One was, like, maybe Friday night, Saturday morning. One was, like, during the day on Saturday. So the internet went crazy. Like, Donald Trump is calling out NFL owners, people to fire people and everything. And then, like, social media took action. It went up, which is why I think this whole thing is, like, social engineering. And, like, Puffy made a statement, like, hey, I don't usually get involved in this stuff like that, but tomorrow all you football players, y'all have an opportunity to do something special to show this. And, like, the whole thing was, like, all you NFL players, y'all have to do something tomorrow. You have to do something tomorrow. And I feel... Like, we pressured people, clearly who was not involved in it at all, to do something. And now it switched what this whole protest thing was about. Like, I was taking a knee for a very specific purpose. The police brutality for black and brown children in America, black and brown people in America, and the judicial system, which is flawed and doesn't work in our favor. That's why I took a knee. Now it switched to I don't like Trump. And Trump said something about football, so we taking a knee to, to spite Trump. Right. Right. That's not what this was about. I understand that. I, I don't like the man either. But now you convoluting the issue. And a lot of people don't know why he was taking a knee in the first place. So now it just look like oh y'all trying to y'all spite the president. Y'all trying to spite the president. And all this shit happened. Then we got your man's. Fuck Ray Lewis. Whose man's is this? I guess we can give like how many Let's times? Let's give are, it out early. How do I? T- how many times I got to give who man's is this to Ray Lewis? Tell me. So no, I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. This I don't understand this about Ray Lewis. Last Sunday, the Baltimore Ravens, whom you do not work for, you do not get a check from the Baltimore Ravens. You're not on coaching staff. You're not like a consultant. You just a former player,
0: maybe the best player in Baltimore Ravens history, who gives a fuck okay? I mean, I'm just that's why he's there. He's still revered in the community
1: um not anymore um because there's a petition that's signed by twenty seven thousand people who want to take his statue down yeah um uh, they've they put extra security around the statue but but keep well. this, so he goes out. And he kneels, he locks arms and kneels on both knees with the Baltimore Ravens. My question is, why? That game was in London. Why the fuck did you fly to London? Why are you in London with this team taking a knee? Why are you there? This is not your team. You don't work for them. Why the fuck are you in London taking a knee? Because two days later, you get on television and say, um, everybody was so confused about what I was going to do. Was I going to lock arms? Was I going to kneel? So what I did, I didn't do any of that. I simply dropped down on both knees and, and, and prayed to God in the midst of chaos. Nigga, if you don't get your bitch ass all the way the fuck out of here, your whole ass felt all the heat from all the black people who said you was an opera coonist. Yeah. I like that word. For sure. I like that word. And you try to play the fence. Like, you know, I'm going to get on both knees, pause. And if the white people come for me, I'm going to say I was praying. When the black people come for me, I'm going to say I kneel. Whoever come first, I got a good explanation for it. Fam, he's talking about people didn't know what he was going to do. We don't care what you're going to do because you don't work. Why are you there? You went there for that reason. Let's tell the truth. You went there because the owner told you to come there. That's your right-hand man for some reason. Why are you in London I don't you don't work for the team. What what's your role?
0: Yeah. He you know he he probably worked. he probably in Trump pocket some type of way cuz remember back he in went
1: the, to meet, he went he
0: met, he went to meet him back in Trump Tower. So I mean some type of way he probably still in his pocket. And and can you bring that bell for me please? This is the beginning of me throwing out wild accusations for the rest of the episode that Ray Lewis is in Trump's pocket in some type of way he is he is being set out there to help
1: flame flame those fires. 100%. So all the NFL owners had to do something, right? So they don't give a fuck about Colin Kaepernick. Like, we praise the owners because they, they came out there with their players. Fam, y'all the reason that we upset now because y'all wouldn't hire Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick because of his protest. Still won't. Still won't.
0: There's, not, there's no reason in the world. I don't care what what team, what system that you play. Like, there's there's a fit for him somewhere out there. The San Francisco 49ers look terrible. They look fucking terrible, and they could use a decent quarterback. And somebody
1: that's still familiar with your system is out there unemployed. The whole issue with Ray Lewis was that you got on Undisputed and a bunch of other shows and said you would never kneel for the flag. That's disrespectful. I would never do that, blah, blah, blah. As soon as the heat turn up and everybody is calling, as soon as the owners are disrespected – and the owners wanna make a, a message to Trump, then you go out there with your owner and you drop down on both knees. Like a like a good little bitch. Like, come on, man. I mean, at some point, man, we got to knee grow, please.
0: I like how you put that in
1: there. You know what I'm saying? I like that. You jump down on both I'm just praying in the midst of chaos. Really? That was chaos? Cause everybody who was locked arm to arm with you didn't did hey isn't like they wanted
0: you there. When I pray to my Jesus, I don't need no crowd or no cameras around. I just do what I got to do, and we keep it moving throughout the day. <laughs> Ray Lewis, hey I man, mean, you deservingly get whose man's
1: is this. Uh, so let's talk about these protests right quick before we move a little further. Okay. I'm not with some of this shit, dog. We're pro- In terms of what? like All the shit that went down on Sunday is not going to happen again next Sunday. Oh, no, no.
0: Nah, um, not again.
1: Jerry Jones... Like, y'all did this halfway shit, dog. Either get all the way in and get all the way the fuck out of Jerry here. Jerry
0: Jones and the Cowboys kneeled before the anthem, before the anthem was even played.
1: Like, Jerry Jones, you kneeling after you said that anybody on your team who kneels is going to get fired or they going to get didn't, dropped? Di- but they didn't kneel during the anthem. They kneeled before the anthem was played. That's bullshit. Now we playing semantics. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all y'all are literally playing with the shit. It's not, a, it's not a game, dog. Yeah. Like, you don't get to do this. This was a real cause. Like... Philando Castillo was killed in his car reaching for his fucking wallet by a police officer who got no charges. Like, that's not justice. That's not equality. Like, that's one of the reasons that I started, I started to sit down. And initially, I sat down doing the anthem, but they say it may be disrespectful just to sit down so you should get on one knee. So Colin Kaepernick sat, took a knee for it, trying to be respectful, and I'm doing this shit peaceful. I'm not making no noise. Y'all the ones asked me about it. I didn't tell everybody, "Hey everybody, I'm not going to stand for the flag." I just didn't y'all the camera zoomed and caught me, and then y'all came to me and asked me questions. Right. Y'all did this. Whatever. I'm doing my shit my own my own way. In but the I'm, history of peaceful protests,
0: African American people are often ostracized for however they go about peacefully protesting things. Colin Kaepernick peacefully took a knee. Dr. Martin Luther King peacefully marched. People would peacefully sit at counters and get shit thrown on them. I know, like when during the Olympics when they when they raised the fist, all peaceful protests and all are ostracized. All are made to look like we're uh, demonizing something. When People like how? Sh- how should we protest? How should we speak about the things that that anger us? How should we speak As about the things the whole... that outrage us? Like we're wrong for not saying anything like, when we
1: when we're silent, we're wrong. How you gonna tell me how I'm supposed to to, to speak up? Like, tell me what would make you less comfortable with my protest? Right? Like, how how can I make you feel good about me not feeling good?
0: Like, but, but yeah, when them motherfuckers was walking through the streets of
1: Charlottesville with tiki torches and good people, yeah. Good people. There were some good people in that crowd. My issue was with some of these soft-ass niggas out here and um, NFL players and just people in general. Um, I posted this on Facebook earlier. Some of y'all social media activists and people who got a lot of shit to say, y'all looking real funny in the light, man. Because as soon as something happens and you have an opportunity to make any kind of change, whether it's a small change, large change, whatever, if it's something that you enjoy, you make every fucking excuse in the world not to do it. This locking arms shit, I'm locking arms to show unity. Nigga, this wasn't this wasn't about unity. Yeah. No, you locking arms as a way to appease one group and not piss off another. If you're not gonna do it, then don't fucking do it. Like, don't come halfway. Uh shout out to Scotty Bean. She had tweeted earlier this week, like, um, um, uh, let me see if I can find this. Essentially she was like it was like a tweet from a kid talking to their granddad. Like and on this hey granddad and on that day did you take a knee too? Like sorta. I just locked arms. <laughs> like you know you telling a story about a day that all this junk went down like so granddad did you did you take a knee on this day too? No. Nah. Uh well sorta. I just locked arms. Nah. No nah, fam. That's not the same. No. Nah. Nah, I know we just talking about telling you about your protest. And you not being able to dictate how someone protests, I get that. But in this particular situation, I don't think that you being genuine. I don't think this is a. For- it's it's not it's not genuine, and for
0: me, it's bigger than one Sunday. It's bigger than. Is bigger than a protest. It's bigger than taking a knee. Like, regardless of how many knees we take, how many Sundays they decide to take a knee, how many days they don't come out the tunnel when they're playing the national anthem, like, shit still ain't good out here for black and brown people, period. 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 Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, when when I have to talk to my 14-year-old, like... My kids are my life. I, you know, if, if anybody listens to the podcast, they know that shit. I love my babies. When I have to talk to my 14-year-old son about not wearing his hoodie in certain places because he may be profiled, because he may be fucked with by the police, like, until I don't have to have those type of type of conversations with my children, until I don't have to tell him, you know, about having to... To watch his surroundings in his own neighborhood, not for the niggas in the hood, because they know him. Right. You know, they they know that's my son. I done put in I done got my hands dirty. I done, got, I, done, I done did what I done did, and people know that that's my child, so they don't fuck with him in the neighborhood for those reasons. But, like, for the police and shit, like, for them, like, how you have to talk to the police, how you have to maneuver, how you have to carry yourself, that the fact that you are 14, to me he looks like a baby, but I understand he got facial hair yeah. coming in. To them he looks like a, a nigger, predator. A nigga in the street. yeah. But he, he, he's still a child. I mean, he go home and play video games, but to them, he is a thug. He He's a future felon. Yeah. And until I have to stop, until I can stop having those conversations with my sons about how they have to carry themselves in the streets, how they have to carry themselves when they talk to the police, like, that that
1: injustice it's not going nowhere. It's not going anywhere, man. Um, it's just so unfortunate, man, that, like, this is a real cause, right? And... It's been over a year that we've been talking about this protest and ever, but no one is actually speaking on the actual issue of the protest to begin with. I got into it with uh, I blocked about fifteen people on on social media. I don't yesterday. block niggas. I say whatever the fuck I want you on Twitter, and I want you to see me. I'm not. I'm not talking about Twitter. I'm talking about Facebook in general. Is because at this particular point, I don't want you seeing shit with my life. You like. I got into it with this guy who was a um, former uh, Army guy. He's actually, he was one of my former employees, actually. I started to never accept him on Facebook, but um, he's an Uncle Ruckus type-ass nigga. Um, All you black people keep living in the past. I talked to him about He was like, "If if you've never been in the military, you don't have no idea what patriotism is. Well, listen up, fam. Patriotism is not solely owned by the military. Whoever told you that is a goddamn lie. And I said, this this flag that you're talking about, And one is, how is the national anthem and disrespecting the flag synonymous? Because one is a song, one is an item. They didn't come to... They, 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 they wasn't created on the same day by because, the same... Because like, people parade one during the other. That's all. Like, I, I just don't understand... Like, so we got to it back and forth, and I was like, well, what about the third verse where it talks about killing the runaway slaves? He was like, well, that's what it used to stand for, but nah. they know, like, y'all so much, y'all so living in the past, that's what it used to stand for. That's not what it stands for anymore. I'm like, fam, words have meaning. Those are the words. You can't make it mean something like, else to you. Nobody, nobody ever deleted the third verse. Now, people may not go through and sing it, but, like, it's still part of the song. Like, no one gets the style P verse on BMF, but guess yeah. what? It's still on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Styles P has a, a a verse on blowing money fast. We just never get to it. It's still there, fam. Yeah. Like, but like I'm going back for. I'm like, you know what? It's okay to disagree with people, but I don't want I don't want these type of people with this toxic shit in my life. I don't want to see your post. Don't see my post. Like I don't want I don't want nothing to do with you because guess what? We not friends anyway. Like I don't know y'all. Like and re- like, I'm we're not really friends. So why am I sharing my life, my pictures, my updates with all your mother? Get the fuck away from me! All you crazy motherfuckers! Because it's mental illness. Some of y'all niggas are really, really crazy. Where well, someone breaks something down to the very minute detail and explains something, and you cannot separate your emotions from fact and logic. Get away from me! I don't want to deal with you, dog. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not about a flag. This is about me showing blah blah blah, but you're disrespecting the flag.
0: It's about social injustice, and if I got to if I got a disrespect to disrespect the flag to get my motherfucking point across, then so goddamn be it.
1: So I haven't been watching NFL. I've been watching ESPN. I don't like ESPN. I think ESPN is the problem. I think we talked about it on this show. Yeah. And Fox Sports, Fox Sports One is the goal. Um, I only listen to
0: Point me to, point me in the direction of Shannon Sharp because that's, all that's the only nigga yeah. I wanna listen to on TV.
1: But ESPN Monday morning, I peeped you dog. Like I understand what y'all doing, man. So Pittsburgh decided not to go out doing the anthem. They kept the whole team out there. Except one player. Yeah, villain some guy. Some defensive player. I don't know who the nigga is. So he stood out there, put his hand on his chest. He's he, he served 3 tours in Iraq or Afghanistan whatever. Shout out to him. You have the right to do that. That's the whole purpose of this whole thing. You got the right to do that, right? ESPN next morning says, "Oh, this is the highest selling jersey in the um in the NFL right now." Nobody's wearing fucking 68, bro. But a lot of people went out and bought this jersey because he 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 did this. But like ESPN, what are you doing, man? Like I know I I hear I see They're what you're pandering. doing.
0: They're pandering. I That's see what ESPN you're doing. Is doing.
1: What made you the very next morning, go search and see who if his jersey was selling. Like I know what you're doing. I hear the dog whistle. The proverbial dog whistle is you really saying y'all did all that protest shit yesterday. This is what the rest of the country feel like. Huh? Take that. Like I hear what you're saying, and then all the other media outlets picked it up and everything. Like I'm not playing with y'all, man. Cause it's y'all. This is y'all fault, man. I'm not playing with y'all, man. It's okay. I like football like the rest of them, but I don't feel right watching this shit. Yeah, no. I'm not trying to take them out. I don't want everybody to go bankrupt. I just don't feel right watching this shit. It don't sit right with me. All I'm just, I'm just saying straight.
0: is that like I'm not going out of my way this season to watch the NFL. Like if I'm some like Last Sunday I was traveling, I was in the airport. So I, I mean they got they got the games going on all over the airport. So yeah, did I did I see my Lions lose? I did. But like am I going to go go out of my way like I would normal seasons to yeah. sit in front of my TV
1: and watch 6 to 8 hours of football on a Sunday? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm straight, man. I don't like all this fake ass this fake ass protesters standing together in solidarity. I, I, I don't care if your football team is united. That's not what this is about. We were not trying to get the Pittsburgh Steelers to be a, a y'all niggas already friends. <laughs> like I don't care if y'all united or not. Like we trying to bring issue. We trying to bring a tissue to another fucking issue. But hey, man, I'm I'm tired of that shit, man. I'm off of it, man, because it a little to drive you crazy. Yeah, yeah. We got some lighter shit that went on this week. Yeah, man. Now, I don't know if you can
0: say this is light. When my nigga, Young Dolph. Got shot in Hollywood. Uh, Shout out to Dolph because my nigga Dolph is bulletproof. And I don't care what nobody does to him. He's not going to die. I feel like my nigga Dolph is invincible right now. Did you see? So have we ever gotten down to the root of him and Yo Gotti's beef?
1: I feel like this, and excuse my French, I feel like this is a bunch of nigga shit, dog. Like, what the fuck is we doing, dog? Like, y'all grown as fuck. Like, y'all grown as fuck. I'm making a lot of money. I got a lot of fucking opportunity. You niggas trying to shoot and kill each other in fucking Hollywood, dog? Like, is that serious? I mean,
0: when you say it's on site and you see a nigga, it's on site. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it makes it better, but I'm
1: like, I'm, I'm i I can't. I mean, Jay,
0: we from a city where if a nigga like if you go to the liquor store right now and a nigga get the wolf in and then say next time I'm gonna see you, I'm gonna shoot you, what you gonna you gonna be prepared for the next time you see that nigga. You can't take that as
1: a light ass threat. I'm not talking to I'm not saying that the threat is like. What I'm saying is you should be at a position in your life where you're not worried about that shit no more. Where you're not trying to beef over petty shit because I'm a fucking millionaire. Everybody didn't get the Gucci, the Gucci main
0: syndrome when you come out and you you just become a different person. Like, some, like some
1: of us are just young niggas with a lot of money. No, y'all not young. Y'all old as fuck. Y'all, y'all adults. And you can't keep giving niggas passes because you a fucking adult and you need to make adult decisions. Like, some of this shit is just fucking stupid, dog. Like, it be fun and be, you know what I'm saying, the music and all that and shit. But, like, at a certain point, like, God damn, man, you a fucking adult, man. Make a decision. Like, and then... Your fucking car gets shot up hundred motherfucking times, and you make a motherfucking album called Bulletproof. I'm invincible and all that. And then when a nigga shoot you, I'm gonna feel sorry for you. Like you can't keep tempting God. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all fighting over a, a woman, a, a, a baby a woman. mama. Like, come on, like, come on, man. Hey man, pussy make niggas weak every day.
0: Nigga, this some you, nigga shit. You talk to a lot of niggas in jail. They over, they in there because of
1: a woman. They in there on some nigga shit. I mean, yeah. Like yeah. at some point, like one plus one is two. No matter how you slice it, how how you count it, one plus one is two, dog. Like, everybody be trying to, to strive and get money and then make it out of your circumstances. Nigga, don't bring your circumstances to your new area. Like, but I, I, I mean, to, ego. Your, to your, yeah. It's all ego, man. Like, let that shit go, man. Cause in real life, don't nobody give a fuck. Dolph, you could die tomorrow, nobody gonna care in real life. Like, your, your personal friends and family gonna care. Yeah, they gonna But so, like, nigga, uh, four days later, no one gives a fuck. Your your record gonna spin for two more weeks, and every once in a while, niggas gonna like, y'all Yo, remember your niggas don't care about you, dog. Niggas don't even know but two songs from like unless they your real real people. Yeah, and that's not like a shot at him. I'm talking about how fickle the world is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I mean, just with
0: the passing of information, how how things change and transition so quickly. Next week it'll be something else, and we won't unfortunately they, we won't be thinking about Young
1: Dolph. So. Word is like he got into it with three people inside of a store, and shots start ringing out. Right, like so, what the fuck can happen in a store? I mean, but Jay, like you've been, I've been in those
0: situations myself where I, you get into a nigga, you get into it with a nigga at the store, and this this shit is on. Like I've I've been in that shit personally. Like nigga, I got into a fight with a nigga in the store last year. For what? I saw my man, like I saw my man's have words with a with a young nigga at the counter. So I'm headed towards the counter. His homeboy catch me cold. I ain't even see the nigga. Caught me on the side of my shit. So now we all scrapping in the liquor store. the words was over what? I mean I couldn't even tell you to this day. Couldn't even tell you. So you so all I saw was my all I saw was my man talking. I mean aggressive. violence is
1: violence. Like since the beginning of time, humans are some violent people. Like we kill. That's I, what
0: happens, right? But, like, why? I just I just went and I saw my mans talking aggressive and I seen shit escalating. That's my boy. So I need to go see what's, what the fuck is going on. Do I need to have my nigga back? And the, the the young nigga, his homeboy had his baggage. He caught me and now we all scrapping in the liquor store. But, I mean, my nigga, I had a – look, there's a liquor store in my neighborhood that I still cannot go into to this day. My face is still on the wall behind the counter because I whooped two niggas up in there. And, I mean – it's just like like I'm 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 35 and I still be knee deep in nigga shit
1: sometimes. I mean, man, get out the nigga shit. Damn, go wild. I live it. Well,
0: <laughs> want the West Side landlord.
1: Hey, man, proud uh, of PA. Man, that shit sound good, man. But at a certain point, man, I don't need it. You know what I'm saying? I protect myself for sure. But like, I'm not about to go out here. Like, if I don't know what happened with that situation, whatever. I don't even know how yo got a name, guys. Because he now he a person of interest. You know what I'm saying in this situation, whatever. I was presenting like you walk into a motherfucking store, a Gucci store, whatever the store was, have words with three people, and now someone wants to kill somebody. Like, damn, nigga, I just met you twenty seconds ago. Like, is it that serious? But I mean, you, but Jay, we from we from the, the just, same
0: type of environment. We're we're from the same type of concrete jungle. We may be on different spectrums of it, but nigga, we we so still the, the same animal. So never stop it, or I mean, what, what's the? Sometimes you can't get away from that shit. Sometimes you can't. Nah. like like look, I mean. In all honesty, yeah, I've been on my bullshit with certain things, but sometimes I'd be trying to stay away from it. But it still finds you. Sometimes the, the reputation that you put out there, the name that you've created for yourself, the it that still carries that you.
1: you. The, that's no. what I'm saying. Like, just get off the nigga shit, dog. And I hate that I got to use... Like, it.
0: I'm not the same nigga I was 10, 15 years ago when I was still, like, on some on some extra dumb shit. Yeah. But because of those things that I did 10, 15 years ago, like, that shit is still carried on with me. Like, I've been in my same neighborhood damn near all my life. But because of shit that I did 10, 15 years ago, like, that shit still carries weight. That so shit think, still
1: follows my children. So you think Young Dolph ran into some niggas from his neighborhood in Hollywood? Hey, man, you... Niggas get money and fly wherever they want to go. Hey, man, energy is real, man. You got to keep that shit from... Like, dog, this nigga's going fucking... I wouldn't be surprised if the worst happens to one of the niggas or both of the niggas end up in prison. Don't nobody die, but both of y'all niggas end up in prison. It's going to be like tax stone all over again and shit. Like, damn, nigga, leave this shit alone. It ain't that... It's not that serious, but... Uh, but it ain't no but, though. Like, at some point, you got to make a decision. To, it's hard
0: to remove a nigga out of... Out of his nigga elements. I mean, it is. I mean, you just gotta make the decision, dog. Living proof. It's, it's just hard to remove a nigga out of that shit. You can take a lion
1: out of the jungle. Does it Man, become. Is be it not me. a lion anymore? Nigga, is me. it not no a lion cliché, anymore? Dog. <laughs> Fuck That cliche shit. I take a motherfucker lion out of the jungle, put that motherfucker on uh, 696 in Woodward. That nigga is not the same. That nigga is at the it's, Detroit Zoo. It's still a lion though Put that nigga back into the jungle He's getting killed Like he is not the same He's docile <laughs> That motherfucker <laughs> Has grew up In Royal Oak His whole life Yeah he a lion Compared to the dogs But that motherfucker Is different nigga. <laughs> Motherfucking Detroit Let me tell you Zoo. something Let that nigga get out the cage And he'll show you What the fuck he still is Put that Detroit Zoo lion uh, Back in Zimbabwe Or whatever the <laughs> fuck That, that nigga get his he'll ass figure out. No, He'll figure it out He'll figure it out He'll be food. <laughs> Oh, shit. Hey, man, shout out to Twitter, man, for 240 characters limit, dog. I think that shit is the death
0: nail of Twitter. Twitter is supposed to be for smart niggas. And if you're not smart, you're not witty. So you mean
1: to tell me you want to look at 22 tweets back to back to back while you're trying to tell a story? Sometimes you're you looking for that thread. Like, I don't mind that shit. No, I don't.
0: So, I think 240 characters is is the death knell of Twitter. Twitter didn't do why? enough to save itself in the beginning. It went six years without making any changes to the app. Like, now is not the time to, to no, give me graduate two, that shit into 240 two, one. characters. One, you don't got
1: to use all 240 It's a fucking characters. Facebook status now. Facebook been doing well. <laughs> like, you see how uh, Facebook statuses go, right? I, but I go to Twitter to escape Facebook. Hey, uh, dog. Shout out to the 240, 20, 240 character limit. Sometimes you want to say some shit in one tweet and not three or nah, not man. two. That's that's it's that's only doubled up. It's you went from one forty, uh, I mean one You got an extra hundred characters,
0: dog. That's what makes Twitter great because you have to be smart, you have to be witty, and you have to fit that shit into one
1: hundred forty characters. But people, don't. I'm not a fan of that shit. People don't fit into one hundred forty characters. They just continue. They, they go tweet. to Facebook. No, they just continue. their tweet, and now it's a tweet story, and you got to like. You dog. don't enjoy tweet stories there have been some very interesting ones. So instead of it being 22 tweets, it'd be 12. Like it's the like because the content is going. Hey man, be there.
0: you are using that math shit? And I'm not I'm not a fan. I'm not following. I don't care. 140 characters. That's what Twitter is all
1: about. Man, that shit is a limitation of old ass green bubbles. You couldn't. You only could text 140 characters at the time when Twitter came out. That's well, you, the only you, reason you, it was there. You're not gonna throw Twitter in the same category as an Android. I'm saying that's why it was there though.
0: Literally, that that 140 characters limit was to me, you used It, it on made your it unique. It made that shit unique. I, if you want to leave a Facebook status, take your punk ass to Facebook where they do that dumb shit. But over you, here, Twitter is 140.
1: But you still gonna get the same content no matter what. No nah, man, there's, there's no know. difference. So if you want to say a long ass message, you putting that shit on Twitter no matter what. So if you got an issue with a long ass message, you got an issue with 12 tweets in a row. No. It's not. It's, I don't care how you're trying to break that shit down to me. It's not the same. Stick You're using logic, nigga science. <laughs> <Logic laughs> you're <lose, laughs> you using
0: nigga science. I don't care how you break it down. It's not the same to me, damn it. Uh, shout out to the uh, For the Pussy and For the Dick challenges. I've uh, seen some good ones. Yeah. Casanova two times and his chick. They had a good one. Yeah. Uh, Erica
1: Badu dropped a good one. She started it. Well, she didn't start. Well, she made it a... a, a, a a challenge. Okay. Because the girl, I don't know if you seen the original one with just the girl in the car? Yeah, yeah. Like, she was the one who did it, right? And that went around about a week or so ago. But when Erica Badu did it, it actually was like, oh, fuck, it. I'm going to make one too. I started to make one. But it was going to be for my people. Next time a good challenge comes along, like
0: with a good-ass beat, I'm going to jump on that shit. We got to do, do, do it for the shop talk. Yeah, I mean, because I, like let's be we real. got bars. Let's be real.
1: I would murder this shit. Yeah, we like, got bars. <laughs> let's, let's just be real.
0: I mean, I know we joke about that shit a lot, but I think sometimes people think like like we're just playing. Like, will you I'm, bring your favorite rapper up here, and we might fucking embarrass him. I
1: might throw we might throw some verses, some some shit we done at the end of one of these episodes. Just, yeah, man.
0: Like, now, or, or just throw it out there in the atmosphere because I know, I, like a while ago, I was talking about Kush Blunts and clinic trips. It's still coming. <laughs> it's still coming. And when it's done. I'm just going to let it get out there and cook and let niggas really see what it's all about.
1: For sure. Uh, shout out to Nolan and Ninja. We went on to his show last week. Yeah, my nigga Nolan for
0: the new album. And that's my music pick for the week is Nolan and Ninja's new album, Yen. Uh, down at the Detroit Distillery, uh, he put on a good fucking show. We 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 came kind of late in the show, so we missed like Kid Vicious. We came like during the Fat Killer set, who always put on a good show, Marv mm-hmm. One. Shimmy Bango, Fat Father, and uh, King Gordy. And then Nolan came out and shut it down. Uh, shout out to my nigga DJ Soko. We weren't able to get him in here for the face-to-face interview, but he promised me a phone interview, and me and Soko are going to cook up some shit. But, uh, and then even a bigger thing with Nolan the Ninja, you know, he put out Yen, and it's available pretty much on all, all digital platforms. But he also put it out on SoundCloud. So if you're not even a believer and you, you one of them niggas that I got to hear before I buy it, you can go to a SoundCloud page, listen to the entire album, Mm
1: -hmm. and then go make a purchase. Absolutely. And it's on vinyl. I got to get me a record player, man. Um, I got a a nice little spot for one in my living room. I'm putting a record player in there, and I'm copying all vinyl shit, dog.
0: Yeah, that see, where I fucked up is I don't really be carrying cash like that. I always keep a debit card on me. And I didn't get a chance to purchase the vinyl at the album release. But I'm going to go ahead and order it anyway because I, I just want it. I want just, vinyl. Just for the I want own.
1: old vinyls. And I put them in a crate of all uh, old classic shit, old classic records. Um, I want to listen to some of uh, my father's records that I grew up on. Um, he got tons of records, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to get me a record player. Yeah, I'm doing record. Records. Yeah, I got a lot of. I already own like a lot of vinyl myself. A lot of that shit's
0: autographed. I got some Earth, Wind, and Fire autograph. Killer Mike blessed me with an autograph copy of some shit. So mm. I mean, I just want to add it to the collection. But I'm definitely gonna gonna order Yen on vinyl. But it's a dope album, top to bottom. Good production, good beats. He's got Blue Royster to five nine on there, and you know, it's a cohesive project that's been. Like you can tell, he meticulously took his time, crafted a good Mm -hmm. project. We had Nolan here. He's good people. My nigga Soko, me and him go back years, uh, left the centers doing some big things, and they got some other big projects upcoming. So I can't wait to see, you know, what opens up for the two of them. I remember when we had Nolan on, he was talking about it's going to be a double album. I was a little disappointed we didn't get the double album, but hopefully the next project. But, I mean, young dude. And not a lot of artists get to see that sophomore project. But, you know, I'm I'm genuinely happy for Nolan that, you know, he's gotten that opportunity and continues to put out quality music. For sure, man. And he had a, just a dope-ass show, uh, nice. good atmosphere, ran into a lot of good people that night. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just had a good time. We might use the the, uh, I just fumbled all through that shit. The Detroit Distillery. You gotta make a decision this week, man. Yeah, or I'm gonna be having my birthday party. I'm gonna be on the front of a breast bar, fucking flyer for my birthday party. So I gotta I gotta figure that shit out like ASAP.
1: All right, man. So look, man, just to put a bow on everything, man, um, around this shit that's been going around the country this week, man. It's very, it's been very a very very divisive week. And um, I just want everybody to just pay attention to what the purpose of this shit really is, really to bring attention to the injustice and inequalities that uh, black and brown people or minorities face in this country. Um, It's not about disrespecting the flag. It's not about disrespecting the military or anything of that nature. Um, There are some people out here who are burning their season tickets and burning jerseys and stuff like that. Like, I really think this is a form of, of, of mental illness because like, you, you have to be crazy. You know what I mean? Like
0: Burning your jersey and burning
1: your season tickets ain't going to change the motherfucking
0: thing, and it has no pulse on the social commentary what's going on in the it's world. It's
1: willful ignorance if you refuse to understand what's going on because I want one, which white American male or female would change how they are treated in America with how black people are treated in America? Who wants to switch? if you can be like, listen, for the rest of my life, treat me just how all black people are treated in America or all LGBT or all my anything, I forget you the wouldn't word. switch places. So you know it's something different. If you wouldn't switch places, don't act like we all equal. It's a cry for help from a lot of people in this country. And if peaceful protest is an issue, then violent protests will follow. Keep it peaceful. Don't mute these people's voices. I forget which Chris Rock special he said it
0: like, where he said a white man wouldn't trade lives with me, and I'm rich for sure. And I mean, and that's that's some true shit. Yeah, man. So uh, it's a real, it's real out here, man. Um, but I, when you talk about peaceful protests turning violent, look, nothing yeah. in this, nothing in the country, nothing in the history of the world has been solved without violence being somewhere in the equation. And if you know, I'm not with that turning the other cheek shit. So I mean, if that's what it comes to, that's why we strap up.
1: It's deeper than that, but yes, this, that is true. I don't think people not ready for that though. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't ready for that, y'all got to figure out another way. We're so, not
0: ready for that, but that, it clearly looks like that's the way shit is. Shit is about to come. But
1: um, so follow Shop Talk podcast on uh, Instagram. I'm Jay Johnson three one three on Twitter and Instagram. Holl uh, at the uh, YouTube page. Jay Johnson, 313.
0: Uh, Dame Gone Wild, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Shit don't change. Uh, Continue to follow Shop Talk Podcast. Email us your thoughts, comments, questions. And, yo, if you fuck with the podcast, share it with somebody and tell a friend to tell a friend.
1: One fan a day is all we looking for. Um, You know, I got an idea because this for the pussy and for the dick challenge shit got me thinking, what's the craziest things people have done Oh, for sex man. or for to try to get the person so if you got a, a crazy story you don't gotta put your name uh, cause I won't say your name if you got a crazy story um, shoot an email voice note or whatever the shop talk podcast at gmail and we can share crazy shit that we didn't did um, uh, it can be an extra
0: special story time with Dan.
1: yeah so we'll share and uh, I, I think that'll be dope if our listeners share crazy shit you know what I'm saying did you drive cross country for the D? Oh, for the P like what did you do? Did you fly out? Like did you switch religions? Like you know oh, what I'm saying? Man. Like it happens. You know what I'm saying? So uh Did you was, have a baby? Right. <laughs> did you did you did you take the condom off? <laughs> like did, what happened? You know what I'm saying? So I think that'd be pretty cool and I think that'd be a dope episode. So do that. Uh, ShopTalkPodcast at Gmail dot com. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.